0: I'm Josh Gosser. And I'm Jordan Taylor. Welcome to A Shot of Whiskey Podcast, Season 2, Episode 5. Let's get it. All right, welcome back, all Badger fans, man. It's A Shot of Whiskey Podcast brought to you by the good folks at Beyond the Big Ten. We are here with a very special guest this week. Oh, my bad. Make sure you go check us out on all social media platforms at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you get your socials, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and you know the deal. Very special episode for you this week. We got the one and only... Coach Greg Guard, as Brett Valentine used to say, man, he, used to, he, used to, he thinks you're country because you're from Cobb, Wisconsin, man, so <laughs> that's, that's that's how he pronounces your name, but Coach, appreciate you joining us. Congrats on the W last night.
1: Hey, guys, thanks for having me on. Good to see you guys. Always a pleasure, always a pleasure. We'll
0: jump right in, man. Last night, the I want to start here. Because I was with, I was at practice with you guys in the summer. You were so gracious to have me and, and let me walk around and, and be annoying for a while. You seemed like you made an emphasis on kind of not overhauling the offense, but pace seemed to be a point of emphasis in the summertime. And they did make note that this is the fastest Badger pace since the ninety three ninety four Michael Finley led Badgers. So can you just dive into that? Maybe what goes in uh, to that to the drilling and the thought process behind that
1: yeah i think uh, i didn't realize it went back to 93 94 jordan i thought some of the teams you guys played on were pretty quick too but i I think more than pace and i've said all along pace really gets overblown it's efficiency you know and i think the biggest thing with this group is we're much more efficient than we were a year ago i think we've gone from 140th in the country to top 15 um, and we fluctuated into the top 10 at times just from an efficiency standpoint and that when you're scoring, it makes it look like you're playing with a little more pace. We are to a degree, um, but I think when you have positive results, it it gives maybe a shine to it that um, that is more appealing. Um, but I, I get more concentrated on efficiency and, and how we are doing on our on our possessions. And what I found is we're having many many less uh, empty possessions, and part of that's you know schematically what we've changed and what we're flowing into in transition part of it's the you know the level of talent we have and the players we have Um, you can't do it without good players but um, I think it's a combination of those two things of really making sure we don't have as many empty possessions scoring droughts things like that we're at the foul line much more than we were uh, a year ago and you know our better teams have always shot a lot of throws and this team has, has taken on that characteristic too.
0: One thing that – you mentioned the players and free throws. One thing that really stands out to me watching some of the games this year, specifically last night, is the way that you guys attacked the rim this year. Slashing is, I think, maybe more aggressively with multiple guys than I can remember. Um, even Maybe even more so with the Final Four teams with Sam and Nigel. Like the way John Blackwell attacks the rim and A.J. Store, and Chucky gets in the paint and then obviously you have Steven Crowell and, and Tyler on the block. Like I, It seems – that's probably what stands out more to me than any other Wisconsin team that I've watched or been a part of.
1: Yeah. I mean, some of it is the pieces uh, you mentioned, John and AJ, obviously the newcomers that have really added that dynamic to us. Uh, and I think some of the scheme that we've changed a little bit and what we're doing with our bigs of running them to the rim and ball screens um, that we've, and, and Tyler being kind of a hybrid four um, with his ability to really put the ball on the floor and, and bring it in transition, um and and play out of the stuff in transition flowing into what we do in the continuity of the ball screen based stuff um you know allows us to to come with a lot of different weapons and you know i think we we still got guys that i i want to get involved and can help us as we go forward because we're going to continue to need the depth and the depth has been you know a big part of our success so far um but you're right about just having guys that can really attack. And the, the spacing and the emphasis and the things that we're asking these guys to do is has also changed, and it, it fits your personnel. I think you always, as an offensive a group, you try to adjust and adapt based on the pieces that you have and the people that you have. And we felt that this fit this group pretty well. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Josh. Well, yeah, I guess, Coach, you brought it up. You know, A.J. and John Blackwell, are you surprised – with the quick learning curve from those guys, those newcomers? I mean, AJ obviously tra- uh, transfer, and John, and even Nolan Winter, and uh, specifically, you know, I love John Blackwell, the way he, he's been able to play. But obviously these guys, you know, prior to them getting here, you pretty much brought back your entire starting lineup. So you, you don't see new guys getting in the mix as, and up to speed as quickly as those guys. So are, are we you surprised at all by that?
1: Yeah, probably more surprised by the ascension of John than AJ, even though AJ may be our most improved player over the last two months uh, I thought John would be a good defender I didn't know how long it would take him but his other parts of his game have completely exceeded what my anticipation or thoughts were um, you know I, I saw a lot of good things in AU and in high school but I the thing that jumped out with him in high school in AU was just his defensive awareness and you could tell his IQ on that end of the floor was really good um, I, I didn't know how he would handle the transition physically He's done that really well. He's pretty strong for a freshman um, and only going to get stronger. But, uh, you know, just the ability, just knows how to play, makes the right play, competes. That's probably the biggest thing with the two freshmen, Nolan and John, is they just compete. You know, not every possession is perfect, but, man, they play hard. They're aggressive. um, They want to win. They they don't care who gets the accolades. um, They just want to be a part of a winning team, and it's helped. You know, we haven't had a lot of freshmen – You know, you two guys played as freshmen, but it's not always been the case. And um, I'm probably a little more liberal with that and know I need to get guys in to get them some experience and let them kind of figure it out. And uh, those two guys have really grabbed their opportunities and done well
0: yeah it definitely it definitely does a lot for a freshman's confidence when you're not getting pulled out for fouling that's uh that's all <laughs> no
1: no no
0: shade no shade but it's <laughs> you mentioned you mentioned uh rolling rolling the bigs to the rim that again that's another thing that stood out to me has that actually been Is that difficult to do considering that Stephen Crowell is shooting 69 percent from three right now, which is, I think, 11 to 16. So is that is it is it hard for him and for you guys to tell him to roll to the basket when he's shooting such a high percentage? Do you want him to shoot more threes or?
1: No, I I want him on the rim because he is such a load at seven feet two fifty. I mean, his his still his best is with his back to the basket and on the block. He's a handful. I mean, he's really good with both mm-hmm. hands. His footwork is really good. Um, shoots a free throw line well. He's got to get there more. Uh, but, no, I want him on the rim. And the other thing is offensive rebounding. You know, we've rebounded the ball a lot more aggressively this year on the offensive end, maybe, maybe more so than ever. And I think a large part of it is the bigs are coming at, even if we we told the guards that, or tell the guards at times, just throw it up on the board. And we know we've got a big coming behind you on the roll to go get it. So um, just get the thing up on the glass, get it on the rim, let the bigs clean it up. And I think that that force towards the rim has been an important and helpful for them and on the offensive glass, so to speak, because they're coming at it. And uh, and I think, too, you know, you're trying to not always have the wrestling match in the post with backing guys down. And I think it's been better for Tyler not have to get into those wrestling matches and those – um, muscle contest, they catch the ball on the run to the rim, facing, and then use your skill set. Uh, and, and both of them are really good passers, so we've done some short roll stuff too and stopped them at the nail at times, depending on how the ball screens get, get guarded, um, and then let them make decisions and, and plays from there. So it, it's been a good combination to, you know, we've done some of that continuity ball screen in the past, but bringing Kirk on staff um, this fall, I think with what he's played in, uh, internationally um, and the experience he's had. Uh, it's He had been where I wanted to kind of take this and watching. You're always trying to chase that proverbial rabbit, so to speak, offensively and becoming more efficient. And, and this has really helped up our efficiency. Yeah, and, and from,
0: a, from a recruiting standpoint, I think it's important for people to hear that. Recruiting and just from an overall aesthetic, uh, th- those little things that people might not realize are kind of, I guess, how Wisconsin basketball is – transforming into the new age style or whatever you want to call it, which I think is a cool thing to see as well. But then also just tactically as a guard, things that that does, if you know a big is coming for offensive rebound, I think you have a lot more confidence going up in traffic, trying to finish if you know, you know, somebody might say so that Mike Conley, Greg Oden effect kind of from back in the day. Right. Um, so I think that's cool to see. Um, but you mentioned also talk about AJ store, him being the most improved player over the last two months. Um, Cause I think a lot of people would kind of, open their eyes at that because he, he's, he's been solid the whole year and he's only shooting 30% from three. In my opinion, that's probably because of some of the shot selection because mm-hmm. he can't shoot the ball, but just talk about what you've seen out of him Got over it. the last two months.
1: Well, I think the biggest thing, the first thing was defensive awareness and, and understanding concepts, uh, understanding how all the pieces fit together. The four other defenders with him on the floor, how important help side gaps when you can't same side help um, knowing personnel, knowing when to run under screens, when we had chase over, that's kind of scouting report specific, um, the, the switching that we do, uh, how do you do it, um, how aggressively you need to do it, uh, just so many things from a defensive concept standpoint that I think he had never uh, had talked to him before. So that's been you know a lot of the he, – he's relied on athletic ability. And when you combine some solid concepts with the ability – then you've got a chance. I think he can be a phenomenal defensive player as he continues to grow because of his size, strength, mobility. Um, obviously, athletic. Uh, he can make up for plays much like Johnny did. You know, Johnny would would uh, maybe make a mistake, but could recover so well, block a shot, re- recover for a steal. Um, so for AJ defensively, it's been all those awareness and alertness, and um, hey, you got to pay attention the whole possession. Um, so he's he's come a long ways. If I pull out tape from October uh, to compare it to now, we've seen a, a drastic improvement. And then offensively, it's just about being more efficient, you know, and taking better shots. And you mentioned some of the threes, uh, and, and I got to find there's a fine line there for, as a coach. I don't want to bridle him too much, so to speak. I, I got to let I got to let a thoroughbred go play and and let him because he has. The ability to knock some of those down, but it's been the attacking off the dribble of, of getting in there when you don't have daylight to the rim. You got to get your I tell him get your landing gear down, play off two feet, get in there, get fouled, get because he shoots the line really well, um, and, and you just give yourself a better chance to make the basket rather than jumping sideways or because uh, or falling down or those things. And he's he's slowly gotten better at that. Um, I still want him. We posted him a little bit last night. I think he can be a, you know, pretty dangerous uh, weapon on the block too because of his size and his quickness, and he just overpowers people. Um, so there's, I, I said last night after the game in the in the press conference, the scary thing is he doesn't even realize how good he can be, and and how much more he can grow, and and how much more potential he has, and he's done some dynamic things for us, um, but I see all the potential of the things that he can do better, and. Um, I think that's going to make him a, a much better player as he continues to go forward. Where's A.J.
2: Rank in terms of athleticism of any guy you coached? He's got to be up there.
1: Yeah, he is. I, I, I mean guy, guy, uh, After J.P. Uh, guys are different. You know, there's the vertical athleticism and then there's the horizontal athleticism. Um, you know, Khalil Iverson was – was pretty athletic he could play above the rim obviously uh Tucker could play above the rim um Gossard. yeah yeah, yeah Gosser on the on the really good days with nobody else in the gym uh, <laughs> you know so there hasn't been you know we haven't had a a a ton of them and then like I said though it's when you combine I think how we play and and with that ability then you have a chance to have a really dynamic player um and as he continues to just figure it out and grow and and trust his teammates, um, and they trust him, and that's that's the neat thing I saw right back in June when he came here that our older guys, specifically Chucky, took him under their wing and and really helped him along because it was there was this pretty steep learning curve, and there has been there's been some rough moments for AJ um, on the practice court and and in huddles and games and things like that, and you just. You know, you got to go through it. You got to, and he's been so receptive, so coachable. Uh, he, he's been awesome to coach. Um, you know, he's got that smile all the time. It's hard to get him to frown. You know, even much as I come at, come at him at times, but uh, he's, uh, yeah, he's he's really been a huge asset to this team.
0: That's, that's got to be exciting for fans to hear, knowing your leading score still has <laughs> has so much way to go. And also, I'm glad you mentioned the the athleticism part, because Josh, honestly, selling, don't sell yourself short. Because I would say, would you say Josh is one of the better athletes you've had just in terms of movement all around, you know, being – Horizontally, yeah. Everybody gets, it, and, yeah.
1: yeah, everybody thinks athleticism is how high yeah. you can peak above the rim, but there's so many. There's hand-eye coordination, the, the horizontal mm-hmm. movement, you know, <laughs> Um, is extremely important. Um, You know, one of the better athletes, hey, Tyler Wall is a really good athlete. People don't understand. Mm -hmm. I mean, he doesn't have maybe above the rim highlight plays, um, but his vertical or his horizontal movement, Chucky's horizontal movement, how quick they can change direction. And Josh was much like that too. You know, I think you, Jordan, were a little better athlete. People gave you credit for, um, Mm -hmm. you know, so there's a lot of ways to measure athleticism. Um, you know, and sometimes uh, Nolan Winter is a really good athlete for seven feet and that's, he's just scratching the surface of where he will be in his career. Um, so there's a lot of different ways to measure it other than catching a uh, lobs off a backboard in transition. <laughs> My,
0: that's a good way. That was a that was a great segue. But before my, my athleticism, I was athletic. I just have short arms. I have a negative wingspan, so I got T Rex arms, man. So we've touched on. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. But give us give us your thoughts, man. On the on the, uh, I got a lot of thoughts. I'm sure Josh has too. When Chucky gets to steal and passes up the wide open layup to go off glass to AJ Store. Give, give us your real-time thoughts on that play because that's, that's a highlight reel, uh They might have to put that up on the wall in the Cole Center, man.
1: Yeah, um, I, I knew it was coming because I saw Chucky look back as he was coming <laughs> across half court and, and right in front of me. Um, and I saw AJ coming, and I'm like, uh, oh, he's really going to do it. Yeah, and- <laughs> hey, they've been playing that
2: for months. If you got <laughs> on the
1: campus second time. Um, I think the next play, he could have done it again, but took. The- I thought he was
0: going to. I thought he got the and one. I thought he was going to
1: do it again. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I'm not. I'm not surprised by it. I guess I wasn't surprised. Um. I was telling Josh off air before you jumped on here that AJ made a play the day before in practice, caught a lob from Tyler from half court that was way better than anything we saw last night. I mean, it's. Um. Uh, it. It was. It was unbelievable how he we went up with one hand and caught it and finished it. Um, but you know, those are the exciting plays. As long as you get the two points, you know <laughs> that's the old year head coach coming out in me. We um, <laughs> get the two points. Yeah, it was pretty gutsy to do it in a six point game. Man. But uh, um, hey, you got like I said, you got to let uh, let players play and, and uh, be aggressive <laughs> and have some fun with it, and they did that.
0: Yeah, yeah I, my my rea- my reaction. I was more. I was. Pit- I tweeted about it. I was pissed off. They showed the replay a couple times, and there's like at least twenty five people behind the basket just smiling and clapping. I'm like, yo, you got to stand up. Like, how you not stand
1: up for that? <laughs> like, what's wrong with y'all? Probably just woke them up. It probably. They <laughs> I just woke up. Whoa, what happened? <laughs>
0: that's Gosh. how my dad be watching
1: games.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's crazy. You yeah. got one, Josh? <laughs> yeah, well, because a like, coach, you talked about uh AJ's, you know, growth defensively and how much he's improved. I guess elephant in the room here. Uh another player on your team that you'd like to see, you know, more of that from Connor Sejan, who hasn't gotten on the court much. Um, right. what are you seeing from him? Where he can take that step, and obviously, you know, Jordan and I have talked about it. It's like at the end of the day, you only got so many minutes for your team, and with the emergence of John Blackwell, with you know Max doing a great job, Chucky, there's only so many minutes. But what what can Connor do to take that next step? And I'm assuming it's defensively and some of those areas he can improve on. Uh, but what are you right. seeing, and if you see, you know, how this is playing out in the next few months?
1: Yeah, I think I think there's a multitude of things, and Connor's working on it. Um, one, I think, is conditioning and that's gotten better so he can play and compete in longer stretches um, and, and playing physically. You know, you guys know is um, you have to play this game physical, um, specifically on the defensive end. And the, the other thing is the level of competition has increased immensely. You know, and I'm playing nine, ten guys. That tells you it's probably more of a credit to the other guys that have come in and, and taken minutes. Right. And you're right. I only have 200 minutes to disperse amongst X number of players. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's a credit to I have nobody playing more than 30 minutes a game. Chucky's at 30. So it's not like we're heavy loading our our, our first wave. Um, but the emergence of John, AJ, you mentioned Max, all those guys that we've talked about. Kamari McGee has given us some good minutes. So, yeah, I, I think we're going to need Connor. He's got to continue to to grow. I think he's think he's gotten better here and that he's practiced better. Yeah, I didn't feel he practiced well early in the year. Um, and usually when you don't practice well, the games aren't going to come for you. You know, just not going to happen for you in the game. So I think his ability to compete and, and I put him on the scout team and platooning back and forth now just to get him more reps. So he has no downtime in practice. So that has really helped him, I think, get back into a flow and, and get a competitive edge. Um, to him that he had a year ago that for some reason you know getting hurt didn't help that set him back a little bit uh, and then as he was trying to find his way back here comes AJ Store and John Blackwell getting a lot of minutes and that's as I told them last night told the media media too that's it's a blessing and curse to have a really deep team because Connor's not the only one I want to play Marcus Silver has practiced really well here lately he's he's become way more than just a three-point shooter he's playing with force at the rim um and so you know there you're looking at when you throw McGee into the mix you're looking at you know 10 10 11 guys and and you know when you're facing you know lighter competition it's a little easier to play a lot more <laughs> guys but as the the price of poker so to speak goes up um you know the rotation by and large is going to shrink a little bit. Um, but we're gonna need Connor. I wanna get Marcus in the mix. Um, Isaac Lindsay's done some good things too. But um uh, you know, it just it's the the blessing of, however you look at it of having a really deep team. Um and the guys in front of him, like where do you get the minutes from? And that's been the the puzzle I've tried to put together and the quandary I've been faced with um is I want to get these guys minutes, but where? <laughs> you yeah. know, so it's it's a good problem to have
0: that that's uh well first of all speaking of getting guys minutes if we don't get Isaac guard some minutes I'm starting a a burner account that (laughs) a hate guard burner account man as you know it's gonna be me too so
1: that's (laughs) Mark Vanderwettering's fault (laughs) (laughs) on the schedule
0: (laughs) (laughs) but no is it is it um is it more difficult like last year obviously it's probably less talent like you it one shout out guys like Isaac Lindsay who gave good minutes last year on a less talented team as a coach. Is it more difficult having a less talented team and trying to coach them up to the level or trying to incorporate a super deep team and bringing every and, and get everybody involved on a super deep team is that I know they're different challenges, but is there is it one
1: harder than the other? Or what was their Just thoughts? A on lot that? easier than that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and Having the, uh, a very deep, talented roster is a good problem. I'll take <laughs> yeah. that problem over. You know, and I think not only are we have an influx and infusion of talent, but we have experience too. I think you got to credit mm-hmm. the guys that are back. That a they came back in in today's world of jumping the transfer portal and yeah. unrestricted free agency. That retention was the number one goal for the off season, and and guys got better. It wasn't always. It wasn't only come back, it was come back and we have to get better. And, and having healthy Tyler, a healthy Tyler Wall is obviously important. Steve Crowell's better. I mean we've talked through the, the guys that run out there at the start of the game, but um you know having those guys back and, and leaning and learning on the experience that they got from a year ago, being in so many close games, you know, we're one or two wins away from being in the NCAA tournament and everybody's like, okay, you're rolling is normal. Um, so you know, and, but I think we've learned a lot from that and, and we've grown a lot from that. And you guys know you played on older teams, you know, and the, and the challenge of get old, stay old, which is always our formula for 20 plus years, is harder to do in, in today's world. So, um, you know, it's a credit to those guys that came back and then obviously how they've accepted and, and embraced the newcomers and how the newcomers have, you know, really respected the traditions and, and, uh, Expectations of of the program and have all fit in really well.
2: Yeah, yeah. it feels it, it feels to me too that this team has a, a much higher ceiling to get to too. I I was just looking at the stats a little earlier today and we really only have one player shooting above thirty percent from three. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, Crowell. I'm taking Kral out of it. He's taking like one a game, but John Blackwell is really the only one. Everybody else is twenty eight percent, twenty nine percent, and those guys are better shooters than that. So it feels like we can even become a better team offensively, We're talking about a good efficiency, but it feels like we have another level to get to on top of, you know, AJ continuing to learn defensively and, and improve that way. So I, I'm assuming those guys are better shooters than that, and that's going to come too, and, right? and potentially I, 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 your
0: best shooter still working his way in the lineup.
1: Exactly. <laughs> we haven't re- had to rely on a high volume of threes. I think we took 16 last night. You know, and, and teams are it, – it's a little bit of pick-your-poison – with us, too. I mean, if you're really going to take away our threes, OK, we're going to throw it to two big guys inside and and then we're going to drive you, too. So it's I think having that balance and and the ability to get to the free throw line has really been the game changer. I mean, we're we're there 20, almost 25 times a game. And converting him. Yeah. And converting them. You know, Tyler's ascension to, you know, he goes 11 for 13 last night. He gets what, 19 points on six shots. So you know he got fouled a lot. So that's um, I think just that probably has been the biggest game changer for us is that ability to attack, um, and part of that comes in transition. You know we've we've scored more in in the open court and have the ability to do that, and that's from let your defense create some offense uh, a little bit too. So it, it's a balance, yeah. And you'd always love to shoot it better from three, or um, but I I like if you're gonna. If you're going to pick one or the other over the other. Offensive rebounding and getting to the foul line is way more sustainable over the course of a season than shooting 40% from three. We'll have the nights where we shoot it really well, and we'll have to shoot it well. But to depend wholeheartedly on on the three is a little bit a little risky. Um, I, I like the fact that we have a lot of options that can get to the rim thousand percent. I want to talk about the well,
0: before we do, we normally do a segment on here, we do two things you like and two things you don't like. So actually, let's ju- let's jump into that first, um, just from the game last night specifically. Uh, just give us two things that you saw. You mentioned that Lafonso Ellis. You didn't like much about the first or much of anything about the first half. So g- give me two things uh, that you liked and two things that you did not
1: like from from yesterday's game. And Josh, uh, you go to. I Josh, not like Oh, for me or from Josh? For,
0: for you, for you, and then Josh will go, yeah.
1: Uh, we didn't we didn't take care of the ball. I thought we were sloppy at, at times, specifically in the first half. We had eight turnovers. That's about our game average, or um, usually what we we do. And, you know, actually we gave up 32 points in the first half on 35 possessions, but it didn't feel like that. It felt like we were loose defensively. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so actually numbers-wise, we were better in the first half than we were in the second half. Um from a defensive standpoint now offensively the second half we blew the roof off we were like a, almost one four in our points per possession so um sometimes the feel of a game doesn't always i just like i mentioned to you guys earlier i just never felt like we had our footing defensively last night until the lap back half of the second half um i just felt like it's it's like when you go fishing. And you catch one, Jordan, and you reel it into the boat, and you got it up over the boat, and then you're going to take it off, and it's and it wiggles off the hook, and it's flopping around the boat, and you're trying to grab it, and it flops away from you, and it's slimy and and uh, slick, and you can't get it. You grab it, and it slips out of your hands, and it's bouncing around the bottom of the boat. You ever had that happen, Jordan? Never been fishing in my life. Oh, okay. <laughs> <right>.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've never been fishing, but but I, I'm I'm with you though. I'm with <laughs> you on the analogy. <laughs>
1: fish keeps getting out of our we could never grab it um and, until la- the latter part like I said the back half of the second half I felt we settled in a little bit better defensively okay uh so that's one thing right yep <laughs> uh, um so turnovers turnovers in the defense i I thought we just never grabbed we didn't grab control of it we didn't we didn't control the game with our defensive um from our defensive standpoint what I liked um, ability to get to the free throw line, um, obviously that was big, and then um, I think the second thing is just how we finally got our footing the second, the back half of the the last ten minutes. I thought we we were much sounder defensively, and that's credit to Iowa. It's maybe a little due to us not playing for ten, eleven days. It just took us a little bit to you know realize this isn't practice, um, but it's uh, all in all. Any win in this league is a good win, and you don't uh, don't frown upon it. You just perform, (laughs) learn from it, and move on. Facts.
2: We could say we could have had four turnovers, and that would have been something you didn't like. So, I mean, no matter what, (laughs) that's going to be a a topic. But we had it
0: was it was was eight right in the first. How many in the first half? Eight right. Eight,
1: yeah, eight, Eight? and then five in the second. Okay, it was turnovers that you know we step out of bounds twice. Right. Uh, We throw it away off a double team in the post. We try to. Make the home run pass instead of a simple pass. So,
2: Chucky um, dribbled off his foot. Yeah, some of those. Chucky yeah, yeah. dribbled off
1: his foot. You know, so there was just some unforced things that um, maybe we were to do to, you know, little first time seeing live bullets in in a couple of weeks.
2: <laughs> yeah, you get to the line yeah. thirty five times compared to sixteen. That that alone is going to be a good thing. And I think getting Cricky and foul trouble, the best player. You know, as somebody who had to guard the other team's best player a lot. That's what you always try to do: is get him out of a rhythm, and sometimes getting a, 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 a scorer out of a rhythm is by getting him on the bench and getting him a little uncomfortable, foul trouble. So I think that was a huge part of the game early on: was getting him in foul trouble, getting him only playing twenty minutes. Uh, I think it was a good thing, and um, I think Gardo, you hit the rest of it. Yeah, yeah I think we did
1: a better job on Sanford the second half. You know, he goes three for three for six, and he only gets one shot off the second half. Yeah. Um, so a much better job. We didn't we didn't lose him. Um, John lost him a couple times, freshman. <laughs> sake of helping too much off a really good shooter you just you realize you kind of trash the defensive rules when it comes to guarding really good yeah. shooters. you aren't leaving him you're you have a almost assigned it no help clause um, and, do you have a
2: go-to do you have a go-to defender guard on the and a the, the guard it feels like blackwell max chucky i mean because tony perkins you know had a pretty good game but i'm just wondering if it's a if it's a rotation of who you're gonna put on a guy if it's matchups
1: three yeah it's those three typically um Usually Max gets the, you know, if it's a primary dominant ball handler, it'll be Chucky. If it's a flying off screens guy, it'll be Max to start. And then John can obviously do both. Uh, Kamari can get up into the ball. You know, Perkins got, Perkins hit some tough twos. Uh, and then he also job. played some bully ball too. He, yeah. he went downhill on us a few times, especially in, in transition. there light was we had a lead. Um, when they yeah. kind of opened the side of the floor up, we we let him get to the open side too easily and too much.
0: Yeah, maybe lost him a couple of times in three. But I actually, one of my favorite plays of the game, I think it was maybe a eight-point game, and they had a ATO. They were trying to post Perkins up, and John played post-defense for about, 15 to 20 seconds and didn't let him catch it and disrupted the whole play, which was super impressive to me. And that was kind of the that was the proverbial nail in the coffin from a from a spectator standpoint. Got a stop, came down, scored. But I actually thought uh, as a as a fan now and, you know, alum, I thought the tie game with eight turnovers was very exciting to me because it was a clear nod to jump on the live line at minus one and a half. And, uh, and make some free money, you know? So that was, that was absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, at that point. Oh, yeah, you can't, yeah, you can't hear that. Yeah, yeah. We have a new sponsor, new sponsor. But anyway. <laughs> the world has changed, guys. <laughs> yeah, we got new sponsors, man, new sponsors. Um, last thing we want to talk about before we let you go is uh, that three-game stretch of Marquette, Michigan State, and uh Arizona which was two and one and from again from a spectator alum standpoint I thought I was me and Josh both were very very impressed specifically my one question about that is did the Arizona game did you think that maybe fatigue from the other two games set in or what did you see out of that game that needs to be improved upon because it was kind of a buzzsaw type game
1: yeah, and and it really was about a minute fifty of a buzz saw because it went mm-hmm. from one twenty six to forty one twenty six in about a minute forty, mm-hmm. and and I I think for I think the week did catch us a little bit, and it's quasi an excuse, but I also you know obviously you, when you lose games you watch the tape about ten times, and when you win it you watch it once, um, <laughs> but so many shots we had we a we settled for too many jump shots, we took more long twos than we had taken. Prior to and since, um, and that's a credit to Arizona of how they guarded us. But I thought, I thought the that and how many shots hit front rim. And you guys know when you get a little gassed, you start giving in on shots and just taking what's the easiest. And and you start being short. And I thought we were short a lot. Um, I did thought I thought we look a step slow. You know we were late on some things. We uh, and you know it's a part they're really good. In part, I think it was some of it, uh, you know, us making mistakes and shooting ourselves in the foot that gave them momentum. Uh, Larson hitting threes, which he hadn't done, you know, changed what we had to do a little bit defensively. And by the time they got a, a lead and got some momentum, it was it was hard to dig out of that hole.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Josh, you got anything? That was a payback game for them too. <laughs> Man. back for many years ago. Oh, so him come
1: back here next year. So that'll be a fun one. <laughs> no, definitely
0: a heck of a run so far. Uh let me double check. The record right now is sitting at Josh, you know it. Just had it up. Something in three. Ten and three and first in the big ten.
2: There's zero and zero, know.
0: uh,
1: Jordan.
2: Right, coach. Going to the next one.
1: You got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah. Jordan, <laughs> <Nah>. oh, nope, <laughs> nope. I'm off that. <laughs> Definitely off. Coach, it. What's,
2: what's it like having Isaac part of the team? It's yeah, awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah it's <laughs> awesome. You know, it, it just, uh, Josh, you know, you got little kids running around. Jordan, um, not yet, but probably the day is a little
2: one running around. Yeah, you
1: never know. Well, <laughs> Yo, yo Gab in
0: Israel. <laughs> you <laughs> never know. Federica in Italy. <laughs>
1: Uh, but yeah, it's awesome. You know, you, you, in this profession, there's a lot of sacrifices that are made that your families make um, over the course of 35 years of being in this. Um, And, you know, it's just an opportunity to make up for maybe some lost time um, that maybe I missed events of his here and there. I tried to make as many, many as I could, but, you know, run around chasing guys like you, trying to convince you guys to come to Wisconsin. You know, you can't, we didn't have Zoom back then, so I couldn't Zoom you guys to, you know, convince you we had to show up actually at the games and stuff and run around Benilde and Port Washington. And um, so it, it just, it's it's been awesome. He's fit right in. Um, he's been great. You know, he's just one of the guys. And, um, you know, I, I got to stop myself and and slow down and, enjoy it each day when I walk into practice because I know it won't last forever. You know, they'll run out of eligibility here. And, um, you know, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity that, uh, when I talked about doing it a, two years ago, I sat down with my staff and kind of, I was questioning whether I should do it and they all looked at me like I was crazy. Like you're, <laughs> you're an absolute fool. If you don't do it. This is a once mm-hmm. in a lifetime chance to have him on the team and, you know, and he's gotten better, you know, he's gotten, um, <laughs> You know, Josh, your buddy Chris Siebert which is he was as big as he. Yeah. Amazing what right. eating eating all the time in a weight room will do for somebody, and he's grown. And um, I wonder. redshirt. exactly
2: like Brett Valentine, and same number, and everything. Can you shoot it like Brett yet?
1: Uh, pretty well. Yeah, that
2: ball comes out of his hands pretty clean. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, Let it fly. Yeah,
1: he's grown a little bit. I wanted to redshirt him when he was in kindergarten because he's young for his, <laughs> but. Uh, his mom had better ideas. The educator in the family said no, he's ready for kindergarten, so he's he's going. But
2: I won that battle in my family. I got a red shirt going on right now.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> do you get do you get do you get any trouble at home for uh for not getting Isaac more minutes?
1: No. No.
0: <laughs> not yet. Not yet. You're gonna keep getting better, you're gonna hear about it.
1: <laughs> no, she's like she's like Al Davis. She's like just win, baby. Yeah, that's right. Understands <laughs> <laughs> that the world that we live in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's dope,
0: man. That's super dope. But that's all we got for you, Coach Gar. Appreciate you joining us. Anybody listening, we appreciate you checking us out. But make sure to go tune in on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you get your podcasts and check out all the socials Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok with the handle at BeyondTheBig10. For jo- I am Jordan Taylor. That's Josh Gasser. Until next time, Gosser. Sorry. Josh Gosser. <laughs> until next time. <laughs> make sure you go uh, make sure you go check out all the Badgers uh, Badger games and keep support, man.